Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahirrabbilalemin. Ve afdada salatu ve temmu teslim. Ala seyyidina ve mevlana Muhammeden. Ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem ecmain. Subhaneke la ilmenena illa ma'allemtena. İnneke entel alimul hakim. Ve la havla ve la kuvvete illa billahi el-aliyyel azim. Elhamdülillah. What a blessing it is to spend time learning in this blessed month. Everything is more beautiful in the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to be able to observe and experience its beauty. And may its beauty impact us such that we become more beautiful in the most important area where we need to be beautiful, which is in the depths of our heart. How many of the people that are not that attractive or handsome outwardly, but their hearts are beautiful and were someone to, or the veil to be lifted and were you to see their inner beauty that you would see them having incredible beauty internally and this is the true beauty that remains when our outward beauty fails. Every single person's physical body ultimately is going to rot away except for the exception of the few people that their body remains intact but the body outwardly is going to rot but internally the internal beauty remains and one of the greatest ways for us to become internally beautiful is to strengthen our relationship with the Qur'an and as that we all know the more that we reflect deeply upon Allah Ta'ala's book the stronger that our relationship is with his book subhanahu wa ta'ala the more beautiful we will all become and in an attempt to experience and exemplify some of that beauty we are studying the outward etiquettes of the Qur'an and how it is that we should deal with Allah Ta'ala's book and we reach the eighth etiquette. And this is where Imam Ghazali teaches us what it is that we should say before we recite Quran and after we recite Quran. And he also touches upon during our recitation. And so he says that when we begin, we should begin by saying, A'udhu billahi samin alim min shaitan rajim And that this is what is called the isti'adah. And the isti'adah is to, it's talab al-awd, to seek protection and help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what are we doing when we make the isti'adah? We are recognizing that we have nowhere else to turn except to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from one of our worst enemies of all, which is shaitan. Our worst enemy is our own self. But shaitan uses our own self to lead us astray. We were studying earlier how the various shahawat and desires in the heart of the individual are like pasture for shayateen. And just as you see cows and animals grazing in pasture, shaitan grazes in our hearts when we have excessive desires there, and especially ones that are displeasing to Allah. Anyhow, we know that shaitan is an enemy of ours, and he is an open, apparent enemy that we must seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from because he is the source of all evil. So he's teaching us here about the isti'adha. And Allah ta'ala says, فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتِعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ When you recite the Qur'an, seek refuge in Allah from the shaitan al-rajim, from the repudiated devil, the one who's been cast out. And shaitan is called shaitan because of his distance and because of his rebelliousness. And he is regime, i.e. mub'ad. He's been repudiated, he's been distanced 
because of the arrogance that he showed, showed before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we're seeking refuge in Allah. A'udhu billah. And in another verse Allah ta'ala says, And if a whisper from the devil reaches you, Seek refuge in Allah. Indeed, that he is hearing and knowing. And we can either say, A'udhu billahi min rajim or we can say, as Imam Ghazali said here, "A'udhu billahi min rajim and that is come in a hadith that the Prophet sought refuge in Allah in this particular way. So we seek refuge in Allah. And just so that we can be in the right state internally, I wanted to share this blessed uh, piece of knowledge where it talks about the completion of isti'adha. If we're really going to have our isti'adha be complete, <clears throat> so keep in mind, we're now about to start reciting Qur'an. And we know that this is the greatest worship of all. And we want to recite Qur'an in the way that is most pleasing to Allah Taala. So it's very important that we inwardly prepare to be able to recite Allah Taala's book. And the isti'adha is what helps prepare us internally. And so when we say A'udhu Billahi Min Shaitan Ar-Rajim It doesn't become complete Except with three things Ilm, Hal, and Amr Knowledge And a state And actually action As for the ilm What is the knowledge component Of the isti'adha It's to know And to have absolute certainty That you are ajis Totally incapable Unable to bring about any benefit for yourself or to ward off any harm from yourself in relation to your deen, in relation to the world, except through the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You realize that there's nothing you can do to help yourself to bring about good or to ward off harm, except by the power of Allah ta'ala. And you have to have that knowledge be rooted firmly in your heart and you have to believe that with absolute certainty. And then if that's in the heart, then that knowledge will lead to a hal. It will lead to a state. And that state is one of khudur, humility. And it's one of inkisar, in brokenness. And that we really realize there is nowhere else for us to turn except to Allah Ta'ala. And so once we have that knowledge in our heart, that will be our state. And what a blessed state to be in before we start to read Allah book. And this is the secret about how it is that we're going to be protected from shaitan by realizing that only Allah Ta'ala can protect us from him. And then that state leads to the aman, the action component, which is to actually say this blessed supplication and seek refuge in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and then do that. And so the Dawa, the cure for shaitan is to be in a state of remembrance of Allah Taala, and that we know that when someone turns away from the remembrance of Allah Taala, then they are susceptible to the demonic whispers. As Allah Taala says in Surah Al-Zukhruf, "Rahman and he who turns away from the remembrance of the All Merciful, we set a devil upon him becomes his companion. So when we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we are preparing ourselves to 
read Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book in a way that will be beneficial so that it won't be tainted by anything that the shaitan might whisper or anything that the nafs might incline towards. So we say, and then he encourages us to add as well, which stems from a verse in the Quran, Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the insinuations of shaitan. And I seek refuge in you from having them be present. And then he says you can also recite Surah Al-Nas until the end. And that you can also recite that Surah Alhamdulillah. So this is all in preparation for recitation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And then we're going to recite. And he already treated how it is that we should be outwardly. And he touched upon a number of other things while we're actually reciting. And then he says we should also say when we finish reciting. And his advice here is from when we finish reciting actually every chapter. And also it could be when we finish reciting what it is that we're meant to recite for that day. Sadaqallahu ta'ala is that Allah has told the truth. And his messenger has conveyed. Allah manfa'na bih. Allah benefit us through it, i.e. the Quran that we've recited. And place blessing in it for us. Alhamdulillah And then seeking refuge and seeking for the forgiveness of Allah, the living, the self-subsistent, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then he also reminds us while we're reciting, if we read a verse that has in it tasbih, we also make tasbih. And we say subhanallah. If we read a verse that is indicating us that a meaning of takbir, then we should say Allahu Akbar. If we read a verse wherein there's a dua, we should recite the verse and then recite the dua. And then if there's a verse where there's istighfar, seeking forgiveness of Allah, we actually seek forgiveness while we're reciting that verse, or we could repeat it and repeat it a few times. And so we take part in the Quranic recitation, i.e. we have our inner state match what it is that we're reciting, and he's going to talk in much more detail about this in some of the outward etiquettes, uh, some of the inner etiquettes rather that are yet to come. And then if we pass by a verse wherein there is an instilling of hope, is that we should have hope in our heart in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we pass by a verse where there is something to be fearful of, then we should seek refuge in Allah ta'ala from that. And he says you should do this with your tongue and with your heart. It's not sufficient to just do this with our tongue. We want this also to match our state where we are really seeking refuge in Allah from whatever it is that could potentially harm us. We're really placing our hopes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever it is that we know would be good for us. And this is the way that our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was. This is how he used to recite. And we have a narration that says, Hudayfa says, Salaytum ala Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I prayed with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fabtada surat al-Baqarah. He began reciting surat al-Baqarah. He never 
that read a verse wherein it there was a mentioning of punishment except that he sought refuge in Allah Ta'ala from that punishment. And never did he read a, mercy, a verse in which there was a mention of Allah's mercy except that he asked Allah Ta'ala for that mercy. And never did he read a verse that in it was some form of tanzih where we um, that, uh, that speak of the transcendence of Allah and we glorify him except that he glorified him. Uh, this is the way that our Prophet was And if you think about this Sometimes we get so preoccupied With the actual reading of the Quran We forget to do this And this is why it's good to spend time Learning how to read So that we can read with fluidity And then once we start reading In a fluid way Then, and we do so with Tartil As Ibn Muzali mentioned In a slow and that deliberate way where we're enunciating and reciting the Qur'an properly, putting, they giving every letter its right, it allows us then to spend time doing what he's saying here, to really reflect what it is upon what it is that we are reciting. And this will bring to life our recitation of the Qur'an if we do this in a very real way. And try sometime today to do this even with half a page or a one page of the Qur'an. Every time that there's a du'a, make the du'a. And every time that there's a verse where there's some type of fear that is instilled in us, seek refuge in Allah. Some type of hope that's instilled in us. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in other words, is that we are connected, our hearts are connected to what it is that we are reading in the moment. And we don't want to be people who's that reading of the Qur'an is in a state of heedlessness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and preserve us. And then he says, فَإِذَا فَرَغَ And then once someone finishes recitation, قَالَ مَا كَانِ يَقُولُهُ صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَامَهُ And the khatm al-Qur'an. That he should then say what the Prophet said when he would complete the Qur'an. اللَّهُمَ ارْحَمْنِي بِالْقُرْآنِ الْعَظِيمِ Oh Allah, grant me mercy. Show me mercy through the magnificent Qur'an. وَجْعَلْهُ imaman wunura. Make it a leader for me. Make it an imam for me. And the Qur'an, of course, is going to lead us to all good in a light. وَهُدًا rahma, A source of guidance for me and mercy. اللَّهُمَ ذَكِّرْنِي مِنْهُ مَا نَسِيتُ وَمَا نُسِيتُ Oh Allah, remind me of that which is that I forgot, or maybe it's better to translate that as, is that which I was made to forget when it comes to Allah's book. And teach me of it that which I am ignorant of. And bless me to recite it by night and by day. And make it a proof for me. O oh, Lord of the Worlds, what a blessed du'a of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Inshallah Ta'ala, we will uh, keep it short. Uh, this session today, we'll keep it short and suffice ourselves with this. And Inshallah, what's important is that we put this into practice and we bring this into our lives. And Inshallah, when we do, clearly our relationship will strengthen with the Quran. If when every verse we recite, we're doing what it is that we should be doing inwardly and outwardly, our relationship's going to change for the better greatly. 
May Allah Taala wa Taala bless us all with a strong connection to His book Subhanahu wa Taala. Bless us all to be able to recite it by day and by night. And may Allah Taala bless us to find in His book everything that it is that we are seeking. Fi khairun wa fa'afiya. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa ala alihi wasallam. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.